0: And now save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I haven't felt like this um, since, since we started. I don't know, every time I get on the oars, I get tired really quickly. Day one Whew, Tough going I think the minute you stand still is the minute you're dead Day two, um, 48 hours done now uh, Three full days down, 72 hours in Four full wow. days in Doesn't matter, just keep driving forward Day five, our uh, five days done Maybe it's been bred into me but I've always had a, a curiosity to, to explore the world Day 56, eight weeks done and dusted Mood is good, spirits are high Day 43, done and dusted. Actually. Day 32, done and dusted. Anything and everything is, is achievable. Yeah, this is going to be fucking epic, man. This is only 24 hours in, and um, yeah, it's tough. My name is Damien Brown, and welcome to Deep Roots. Sometimes I feel like I was born a thousand years too late. Like I don't belong in this modern world. It's I'm foreign to it or it is foreign to me. And the way I've pushed myself in my life, the areas I've used to push myself, rugby, travel, adventure expeditions, in the far edges of those, I found the place where I belong, where I'm most alive, where I, I relish everything about it. I like my soul sings when I'm there, the wild man inside me, the one that's suppressed By myself By the structures of society Is unleashed He's let out to play And he loves it And he screams And he cries And he strives And he works And he He's free There's this animal inside me and he needs space he needs to be let out from time to time he is angry and he's aggressive and he's raw and he's primal and he's he's savage and when I let him out or when he has had an avenue to walk down be that rugby be that ...physical training, be that climbing a mountain, be that on the ocean, I feel peaceful. It just feels right. And that's why I say I don't belong. Or that's why I say, or that's why I question, am I not made for the times of the Vikings? the times of the crusades where humans had that accessibility now i don't like okay it's a little bit manufactured in what i do to give myself that access but outside of that i you know outside of sport, physical contact collision sports um i don't see I don't see many avenues Or any avenues really To Free the wild man So that's why in this Upcoming clip from Day 28 You'll hear me say This is exactly Where I want to be That's my attitude I, I, You know I love life And it can be there's nothing wrong with the comforts of it but I become uncomfortable in comfort after a while there's another side of me a deep 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 communication telling me I need to I need to go back I need to do I need to put myself back in these extreme situations and that communication is learnt from years and years of striving and pushing into those edges and living in them and then the feedback From them, the rewards of it, whatever that is, it's on some sort of cellular level. I've, what's the word? I've coded this like almost hidden human communication with myself, and from time to time it pops up into my recognition, into my awareness. And I listen. Because I've earned that pathway. And I respect it because I've trialed it and it's just reinforced the message. And I put myself in these positions to express myself, to express that side of myself. And I love that side of myself. I love the side I see it's so rare that it gets outings, and when it does, I just relish it, I love it. I, The feeling of existing in that space is powerful. You know, I, I accept all those things. I accept that there's that side of me that is dark, and that is aggressive, and that is primal, and that is savage, and that could rip somebody's face off. <laughs> I accept it because it's there. That's the reality. And now I express it through these adventures. And it feeds me when I do that. The rewards are extraordinary. And that's all it needs. I don't have to I don't have to live there. I just need to open the gates and let the animal roam for a little while. And then I go back to being another side of myself that I love. Being a good human and been nice to people and been caring and been loving. That's another side of my values that I try to express. And that is much more accessible than the other side or one of the other sides. So welcome back to Deep Roots. Welcome back to Episode 12. And welcome to day 28. Day 28. Um, update, let me see, where are we at? The last few days have been a little bit like Groundhog Day. Um, to be honest, looking back on them, uh, they've gone quickly. Like, I can't believe today is uh, January 11th, 11 days into January, but uh, um, Uh, when you're in the middle of them they just drag like crazy when you're in the middle of a rowing session uh, um, it's really uh, it's just a mundane thing you know Um, it hasn't been that uh, the conditions have been similar and they've been kind of decreasing uh, every day for like 4 or 5 days so if you think 5 days ago we're talking like know 20 knot winds and decent waves and today uh, as you can see I'm outside I'm sweating um, yeah, it's really really benign so I'm just gonna give you a quick look see you look at the conditions so that that's the flattest it's been in oh, god knows how long this is right from the start uh, well no there was one day in there where it was like this as well uh, around 17 I think um, But, uh, yeah, rowing in this is, uh, the the, the irony is you actually row in weather like this. You get to put both oars in the water consistently, each side, every time. Um, Whereas, you know, when it's a little bit um, windier and wilder, um, it can be one oar in, it can be be missing with oars. You're a little bit all over the shop. Whereas uh, whereas today, it's actually, uh, it's more like traditional rowing um you see physically uh, yeah pretty good uh hands are really starting to flare up like they kind of took a dramatic increase in their uh I don't know state uh last night in particular um each every single knuckle was uh just seizing up you know and a very uh very painful or not painful to make a fist and um and now getting painful to uh to extend uh the fingers so uh, i didn't think you know i thought it'd be a more gradual thing until we get to that kind of place so we'll see we'll we'll see where it kind of goes it it may regress back to where it was might have just been um uh, for some reason yesterday i don't know um you know, it went like that last night, but uh, yeah, woke me up quite a few times. Um, what else physically? Physically in pretty good shape, you know. Um, backside is kind of... Uh, it's more positive than it was a few days ago. Um, there's still quite a few kind of... Um, Welts or sores or whatever you want to call them there, um, but they don't seem to be getting much worse. And uh, the long periods in the uh, in the rowing position um, are, are manageable. You know, there's discomfort there, but um, you know, it's it's fine. Um, mentally, pretty good. Uh, it was one day there a few days ago, it was shite, but like since that, um, I've been good, man. Not too pushed about mileage or uh, I think that's a big part of it you know Uh, just you know as long as it's positive I'm moving forward I'm uh, making mileage and I'm um, you know I'm I'm enjoying the experience uh, I'm taking it in um, and I'm thinking a lot uh, yeah it's it's good it's great you know, this is exactly where I want to be, so I'm not going to complain about being here, or the mundanity of it, or the, the harshness of it, or the difficulty of it, because, uh, you know, it'll be gone in the blink of an eye, um, like the last few days, you know, I'll probably be standing on a um, the, you know, the marina or in English harbour in whatever, a month or a month and a half's time, and I'll be like, fuck, that went quick, you know, so... I'm gonna try and take in as much as I can while I'm here. Um, uh, so yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Nothing, ex- nothing too exciting. Um, Joe Rogan, of course, retweeted um, about about uh, about Atlantic Row. I think uh, James Glenn uh, tweeted him, and he retweeted it, which is pretty cool. It was really cool, actually. And, uh, yeah, a few milestones kind of on the horizon. Um, halfway, of course, is, uh, about, I don't know, 130 nautical miles. Um, and then we kind of, after that, then we'll be trying to get under the 1,000. Um, and then we'll have, I don't know, just other things to kind of aim for. Five weeks, of course. Uh, 30 days is coming up. Five weeks then, uh and uh yeah and then under the 1000 and then we can kind of look at like i don't know getting in under 750 500 and whatever other kind of round days there are there just to just to give yourself something to aim for um yeah so all good here all good here yeah all pretty good anyway beers going on and uh yeah we are just grinding you know every day is a grind but uh learn to love the grind. Alright? Do you ever just ask yourself what am I doing here? How have I got here? Do you ever just want to quit? Do you ever just want to give up? Do you ever just want to stop? I can't be absolutist about this answer, but I just want to say no. (laughs) No. The truth is it's very, 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 very rare that I would uh, find myself questioning where I'm at. What I said there was this is exactly where I want to be. That's my attitude. I want to be out there. I I, I mean, I I put every sinew of myself into making that happen. So I'm not going to let mundanity or um, the discomfort of the experience or the difficulty or the challenge um, changed my perspective. That perspective is earned. It's It's earned from being in those positions for true pro sport and now into adventures, being in those um physically taxing places and the rewards that come from the physical taxa- uh, taxation and the mental taxation obviously which is linked to the physical one um and the growth that comes from that so uh it's it's not like i just read it in a book and decided to change my perspective i've lived all those experiences I've failed, I've made mistakes I've been successful, I've achieved stuff I've gone back time and again I've had little to no um, rewards and I've had extraordinary rewards from my actions and that perspective has moulded itself over many years into what you hear now this is exactly where I want to be and perspective is powerful in terms of uh, mental state S- you know especially like even even hearing myself watching this video obviously i'm watching it but you guys are listening to the audio of it um even even that is it's kind of surprising even to to kind of hear myself be so um, matter of fact about that because there's a lot going on, you know, when you're faced with a challenge and discomfort and difficulty and uh, mundanity and the struggle. You know, it's, it's easy to kind of get down on yourself or it's easy to concentrate on things that are outside your control like all those things but for me to be able to continue to have that perspective under those duresses is, uh, you know, it's, it's, well firstly it makes me happy to hear myself like that it's a little bit surprising it's encouraging, it's confidence built I suppose it's, I don't know It's it's, yeah, just reinforces I suppose a little bit of a belief inside me um so that was day 28 and you know there was a few other things i talked about there and i'll come back to some of them i would like to mention uh uh mr james Glynn. i'd like to kind of give him a um a very very belated thank you um for uh tweeting joe rogan about uh that Atlantic row. it actually was a huge pick-me-up, or it was a huge, well, because I wasn't down at this point, you can tell by my mood of, uh, from the videos, but it was, a, it was a lovely thing to hear, and it was a real kind of um, joy-inducing moment, or happiness-inducing moment to hear that, you know, he had uh, retweeted your tweet to him, um, saying, what a savage, which is quite... <laughs> coincidental to what i talked about before this video but yeah listen we'll uh we'll hopefully sit down someday and have a conversation with joe maybe uh maybe when we get to america and we're about to do project in power he might become a bit more interested in uh in uh in what we're uh, what we're doing that'd be a pretty cool thing to happen yeah but cheers james um so i think of this period well i'm going to be honest uh watching the videos uh looking back the the overall theme of of this little period that i'm discussing today is I, what's coming up for me is the dog days of summer like there was just it was this kind of period of calmness and um benign sea conditions and just churning away you know i I've heard that expression used in particular in America and in particular with like the, the baseball season there and, you know, the the, the heat of that and um, the kind of slog of that for the players and the um, consistency of the games and how difficult that is and that you kind of, you know, it's, it's just about kind of nearly getting through that with as kind of little... Um, well, in their case, anyway, as little effect or as little fatigue or kind of in the best position to put yourself um, for the kind of the final stretch into their season. So that's it kind of comes up with me when I watch back over these videos, because, like, to be honest with you, it's two years ago. I have, you know, I, I like I mentioned before in in this podcast, I have many um Great memories of this role, but they're all like the big, huge, explosive moments. I don't remember the minute details, but I do have an association with this period and the slog and the relentlessness and the consistency or regularity of the kind of challenge, low level challenges that just kind of kept appearing and the heat and the sweat and the strive without an end in sight so you kind of see the why i i think of it like the dog days of summer the dog days of an ocean row kind of coming up to halfway and you know that the, like i mentioned in the video there or the audio the video piece um there's a great irony in ocean rowing that like the time you really really row properly like is when it's flat cam when the conditions are benign as i say that's when you actually get to produce power and you know be able to have a concentration on position to put effort through that and concentrate on technique and efficiency and stroke and all those things that actually kind of make you quicker whereas normally like you're getting you're bobbing around on some sort of level be it Gently to violently, and you know you're not always and sometimes rarely getting two oar blades in the water because, like the the boat's at angles to those waves, you know, and uh, so you might get one in quite deep, and then uh, say on the right hand side you get it in, and on the left hand side you 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 miss it, or you get like. An eighth of the blade, or just a tiny corner of the blade, or you skim the top of the water—you, you, you know—you don't get it in at all properly. So that can be very frustrating. Um, so it was almost like a relief in the fact that uh, it was calm. Um, I didn't have to worry about things like steering and making sure the boat was in the right, going in the right direction. And you know, you just got to concentrate on one thing. It was real simple. You just row, and you could actually, and you could actually row, and then you could concentrate in the deep details of that and try and improve um your your technique and your um, efficiency and your body position and uh, the power that you were producing to get faster so you were kind of back in control and, and like i said that that is um, a satisfying place for me to to exist and to live out of um what it did mean was that uh, not having had that real um i suppose Volume of time Under a consistency like that Because I did grind I did really grind through these days And the sun There was a lot of sweat And kind of uh, striving And you know work And whatever you want to call it Like um, What that meant was Some consequences That I hadn't had before Um, So I mention them in uh, Day 29's video So have a listen Day 29 done and dusted It was a real calm day, Uh, very little winds, and some of the winds were coming from the the east-southeast, you know, so blowing me a little bit north, so um, I just kind of um, didn't bother going with them for once and just kind of ploughed west. Um, It was, uh, uh, yeah, pretty uneventful. I, um... What was different about it was I worked really hard um, for kind of every mile and I'm feeling it today. I'm absolutely drained today. I, I haven't felt like this um, since since we started. I don't know, every time I get on the oars I get tired really quickly. So, so um, I've just been putting a load of food and water into me. I think it's dehydration. It feels deep down. It feels like that's what it is. So It's uh, making loads of water and... Uh, yeah, getting the fluids back into me because um, the irony of this ocean rowing is the days that it's calm is the days that you really have to row you know and get you're getting both oars in the water at the same time and um, you have to um, put some real effort in to get those miles so i feel like i did that yesterday especially yesterday evening and last night i stayed on the oars right up until around i think half twelve which is, is late for me but it, it was nice and calm so um, I felt it uh, wasn't as disorientating and um, uh, I was able to kind of, you know, guide the boat using the stars a little bit, you know, to keep track of my track, if you get me. Um, and then uh, up this morning, yeah, and got a few hours in, but like I said, since since kind of um, nine or ten o'clock, yeah, it's just been, um, it's just been a fight. Uh fight for energy really low energy today which is honestly it's, it's a bit bizarre you know you'd expect it after you know uh, a few days or um, but you would never expect it like on day 30 <laughs> um because appetite's been good but it must just be uh, dehydration because i sweated a lot yesterday putting in those hours so that's what i'm putting it down to um yeah all good all good uh you know kind of we're at a stage now we're just grinding out the days and the days the days go by pretty quickly so um, you know I can't believe today is the 12th of January I said that yesterday about the 11th maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll maybe it'll, uh, it'll click home sooner or later uh, conditions are a little bit better today there's still a little bit of uh east southeast out there but there's also a nice easterly uh, it's kind of bobbing around a little bit so um, when I do get on the oars and when I can stay on the oars, making a little bit of ground, um, hopefully a few more miles than the last couple of days, which were just around 40. Um, I prefer to be doing a little more, but listen, uh, don't really matter. We'll get there when we get there. Sorry. All right, uh, plowing into day 30. Cheers. So I figured out that I was just dehydrated from the the work from the day before, you know, the effort I had to put in to move the boat. Um, I think I got a bit ahead of myself there um, in saying that I had mentioned the irony of ocean rowing, but but I hadn't mentioned it in day 28's video I'd mentioned in day 29. Um, you know, when I'm putting together these episodes... I watched the videos so many times trying to build a link and build a story and what do I want to express and how do I want to kind of segue between one and the other. So I think (laughs) I've just watched all these videos so many times. I was just, I didn't know my arse from my elbow and that's why I said um, before it had even been mentioned that the irony of ocean rowing and the fact that it's in benign calm conditions they actually get to properly row had been mentioned when it actually hadn't been mentioned until the the day 29 video that we just listened to so um yeah that irony had just drained me um and the the heat the heat which had come from you know getting far enough south there's a an expression in sailing that says Uh, go south until the butter melts and then turn west which means um what it's sorry that's sailing across the atlantic Uh, so that's referring to the trade winds so the trade winds are a um i suppose a meteorological phenomenon or meteorological um occurrence that the winds blow um from east to west, just north and south of the equator. So that just means, you know, if you're taking off from like Spain or Portugal or North Africa or the Canaries that you head far enough south and then you head west um, because those winds, those trade winds are gonna help you. So um, I'm guessing that I was far enough south at this point because it was definitely hot enough and that heat was draining me and then the effort and the lack of winds um, because although the trade winds were very consistent this year and you know some days they were a little bit calmer um, than, than usual and I, d- I don't know if I've mentioned this because it's a it's a few weeks actually since I've recorded the last batch of the episodes but and I kind of forgot what I mentioned if I'm being honest but um, I had a wedding a router. So I had somebody who I was sitting at home in a house in Scotland and he um, was looking at like eight different weather systems uh, and he was giving me information through emails and text every day of what the wind was doing and, you know, um, uh, what waypoint to head for and just to try and profit from the uh, conditions that he was seeing um, and he was forecasting. So um, in that video, I mentioned that uh, I was having East North East and some Easterlies and that it was bobbing around. I have never talked like that in my life, <laughs> so that was very much his language taken out of his emails and um, me regurgitating it, trying to sound like I knew what I was talking about. Um, <laughs> um, and another thing I mentioned in that video was um, Making water, again, excuse me if I am uh, going over all ground here and repeating myself, but I had a a water maker on board and it... um you know I, I just want to fill you in on on kind of all the kind of details of an ocean row and i think a water maker is a big part of it so you know um i may have mentioned this before like i said i can't remember but uh anyway i'll keep it quick just in case i had because you know uh, i don't i don't want you guys uh i don't want to be losing you guys um anyway i had a water maker and it uh basically desalinated the seawater and it made that's the t- verb they use it made um six liters in an hour um so basically it ran off the solar panels on or the the bat the power the battery power that uh, you know the solar panels had um taken in and uh, i ran it always at kind of 12 o'clock a day when the sun would be you know the most sun will be on the solar panels to stress the, to put the least amount of stress on the system because it's a huge draw on power and it's your it's your major draw on power so it, it does stress the system so that's a way of kind of um, mitigating any risk there anyway so it made a so it made about six liters about a liter and a half every 15 minutes and then on days like this where I was dehydrated I'd leave it on for an extra 15 minutes so about an hour and 15 minutes seven and a half liters of water and I'd, I'd kind of i drink that throughout the Day um and it was badly needed on this day because of the efforts of the the previous day um, and the sun and then um you know the amount of time as well I rode which was you know I, I got to roll late into the night because of the camp conditions and because I presume there was moonlight even though I wasn't I didn't mention it um well, maybe there wasn't because when it was calm you didn't really need to you know you could place the oars pretty well. Um, But I'm assuming there was some sort of light It wasn't one of those nights where it was pitch black And it was just so disorientating and so frustrating And it was just like nearly impossible to stay out there on the oars without, without any steering My mood was good My mood was positive Um, I still was kind of keeping a smile on my face and that continued into day 30 Day 30, uh, the video is one I sent home So there's a kind of a slightly different It's not so, a slightly different um, Intention with it and it's not so kind of I want to say And it's not so introspective (laughs) So have a listen Hi guys, um, day 30 done and dusted uh, and in the bag um a little bit of an update, haven't talked to you in a few days. Uh it's all been pretty steady going. The c- conditions have been kind of between um the normal trade winds and uh the odd day was quite calm. Uh so nothing really to write home about. I'm coming up on halfway. Uh by my own calculations, I think I'm about uh fourteen or so fourteen or fifteen miles from halfway so that's going to be, um, obviously, a nice milestone. That's uh, 1,330 nautical miles. Um, so basically, I'm talking to you from the middle of the Atlantic for, for, for um literal sense. Um, I chatted to my parents last night in the sat phone and they told me that the four oarsmen were uh, 20 nautical miles from the finish at that stage. So a um, bit of a presumption that uh, Everton went to plan. Um, congratulations to them. Um, I believe that's a new world record and I think it's the first boat ever to break 30 days in crossing the Atlantic. So uh, absolutely incredible achievement uh, by four uh, great guys. And um, my Congratulations, it's been an honour to be in the same race as you. I say that from 1300 miles behind you uh, in the middle of the Atlantic, which you were probably 15 days ago or so. But um, no, fair play. Uh, and uh, yeah, word of note to Team Antigua and Swiss Motion, who seemed to have pushed them all the way. I'd say it was a uh, I know there are only dots going across a computer screen or a phone screen, but uh, I'd say it was uh, an uh, interesting and um, an interesting race to follow. Uh, so incredible achievement from all three boats, and, uh, and I know there's other boats coming in, um, especially a solo participant um, who's doing phenomenal stuff out there. So yeah, I'm in all of you lads back here. Um, congrats! Um, from my own point of view, I'm pushing a little bit south at the moment for the next 36 hours because I'm expecting some uh, winds to push me north uh, start to next week so apart from that uh, real real steady state physically mentally nothing too major hands are starting to finger joints um, knuckles and that are really starting to hurt in the mornings Uh, but that's about it really um uh so yeah all all's good out here um, I just wanted to mention something I haven't mentioned in my videos yet is uh, that I'm doing this um, this role for three amazing charities so I know it's not a great time been January and all that but uh if anyone would like to support and has uh, has the means to support, um, I get on to put the link in below in the description. And uh, yeah, even like five or ten euros goes a long way. Um, before I left, we had sixty-five thousand raised, which was amazing, great. Like I'm. I'm so so uh, humbled by the support but uh, you know every every euro helps so if you feel you'd like to get involved and support three amazing charities um, in this endeavor um, yeah please do um, it will go a long long way and they're doing superb work in their in their respective communities so for now guys thanks very much cheers bye bye and if you did support all the way back then and you know you never received a. In some way or other, direct, indirectly, a uh, uh, thank you for me. Well, here it is now. Thanks very much. I appreciate the support. Um, you know, I make no, I don't hide the fact that first and foremost, actually, I promote the fact that first and foremost, this is for me. I, I undertake these endeavours. Uh, for myself, they're a form of self-expression. They are, um, they are a goal I want to achieve. They are a what I see as a step on the ladder to self-realization and and you know making the most of my life and living an extraordinary life. And these things are all very purposeful for me. Um, but after that. There has to be more. That's the I, but there has to be a you and a them. There has to be larger elements for it to really kind of satisfy you and fulfill you. I think the you, of course, is is covered by, you know, people close to me, bringing them into it, uh, seeing the effects it has on them, and then the them you know i've covered in the past uh through charity endeavors i f- i feel very uh i feel it's important to do something with these undertakings these endeavors these challenges these expeditions for a larger good for somebody else who's striving in their community quietly doing what they believe in uh, and inspiring change there um, and not only that but actually Changing their, changing their, um, their corner of their community positively, uh, and though. Those three charities, which were Médecins Sans Frontières, which is Doctors Without Borders, the Irish uh, arm of that, which was Strong Roots Foundation, which is a school for orphan children in Rwanda, and Madra out in Camus in South Connemara, which uh, rehome abused, neglected, unwanted uh, dogs uh, all around not just Ireland, but the UK and Europe, you know. So I am, and I'm, I've subsequently, off the back of that, uh, become a patron of that charity and and one I am incredibly um, privileged and proud to be a patron of Um, anyway so I I want you know I want to always link what I'm doing with something I admire and respect that somebody else is doing and those three charities were that Um, and I you know my uh, intention would be to do that always with something I'm doing Um, I think it's important to use the position I have And uh, the privilege of, you know, having the means to be able to do what I do To to help somebody who is not so fortunate Be that human or be that, you know, my beloved (laughs) four-legged canines so, uh, yeah, so if you did support, thank you very much. So another dog day of summer, day 13, and mood was, again, consistent, similar, positive, spirits were high, um, smiling, and happy to happy to be moving forward, happy to be where I was. Um, I had talked to my parents, obviously that helped, and I was kind of in a... You know a, a congratulatory mood as well by talking about uh swiss motion team Antigua, and of course the race winners um the four oarsmen and then there was um a guy rolling in quickly behind them one of my competitors uh a solo which you know is pretty hard to believe because i was just coming up to halfway <laughs> at that point i was a hell of a long way behind these guys and day 31 was similar um Mostly uh, apart from mood, have a listen. Day 30, day, uh, day 31, just done and dusted, uh, heading into day 32. Um, what's been going on? Fuck, um, so I passed halfway. Yay! 1,330 nautical miles 14 days without steering um, I'm happy about that um, and uh, it's all downhill from here as they say um, I'm hoping uh, the next um, the next kind of half of the race will be easier this there's some nice milestones now coming up and it's kind of um it's more positive when there's a, a finishing side I suppose. So you know, uh we're, uh, we're day thirty-two now starting. So we've five weeks coming up and day thirty-five, then hopefully under a thousand miles and then uh of course uh forty days, six weeks, under seven hundred and fifty, blah blah blah. So that's the way I'm gonna be kinda counting it down. Um conditions are alright today but I I fucking got up late um, and uh, yeah I've not really been in a great place mentally but I just got a couple of beautiful texts there from uh, Team Noble and uh, yeah it's kind of put me, uh, it's refocused me a little bit, it was very generous Thing to say, so uh, yeah, that should help me for the rest of the day getting getting some mileage up and um, uh, reapplying some uh, energy uh, because I was kind of on my own back there a little bit just with delayed start, and I only did I reckon 38 miles in the last um, 24 hours. um, so uh yeah thanks to chris and and blair uh for the kind words um what else uh yeah that's about it chatted to boydie last night that was great good chat with him and um um yeah looking that's that's about her not a lot to fucking say do i uh Tried to roll last night, tried to roll through some uh, squalls for the first time at night, uh, and uh, yeah, called it a day after the second one. Uh, thankfully, so because uh, I heard another two come in after that that sounded a lot worse than the ones I was in. So, um, yeah, sun is shining. Listen, sun is shining. Conditions are good, uh, winds are going the right way, east at least, uh, sorry, from the east to the west, and um, yeah, fuck it man, life is good, this is fucking what I came for, Um, and uh, yeah, I need to just get a a slightly different perspective on things uh, at times, Um, but that's all part of the challenge, right? Um, all right, that's enough for today. I'm talking rubbish. Good luck. Bye bye. I'd love to remember what those messages from Team Noble were and what their words were. If you do get to see the video of this day, day 31, which is is linked into the description on it should be linked into description on whatever platform you use and if not just go to youtube and uh you'll find it through damien brown um in my videos there um but you'll see that i i get quite emotional as a you know there's a, a welling up in my eyes um and that's he that's how much he touched me with his words you know for him to go out of his way and take time out of his day to message me and to put um, emotion into that message. It really did um, make me emotional, uh, which gave me energy, which was a little bit of a state changer because I woke up that morning uh, late um, and that was a choice. and, And this was something that went on throughout the race that you know it's it's fucking hard to get up every morning and face that fight once more and know what's coming uh, the grind the work the survival the stress the, um, the questioning the constant time in your own head um, the challenges the discomfort the pain the um, you know uh, the heat at this point And it's easy to stay in bed, stay in bed, you know, just take another half an hour there, Damien, what harm, take another hour. And that lack of self-discipline to get up, um, that for me is a a huge flag um, in something is wrong. There's something rotten in the state of Denmark and uh, I get on my own case big time because... I am my own guide, I'm my own coach, I'm my own teacher, I'm my own driver, and uh, if I don't do it, uh, nobody's going to do it, and, and that's not good enough. I'm not living up to the standards I set, I don't have the self-discipline to be consistent and to be regular and to be um, hard in uh in those moments you know make the tough decision um and you know the the flag worries me and then i get a bit down on myself and then i beat myself up for you know not only been able to really um put my finger on it but also the the fact that i i didn't have the i didn't live up to my standards so uh chris's and blair's messages you know helped a lot to you know induce energy through the emotion back into me and um yeah even to this day I'm, I'm hugely grateful and appreciative that he that he did that so that's day 31 um i really 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 wanted to get all four of these days in today um you know uh the dog days of summer Uh, They didn't have a huge amount going on. They weren't exactly, you know, stimulating in terms of losing oars and capsizing and seeing whales and making eye contact with them and losing steering and um, getting blown backwards and not being able to use a power anchor and, you know, all those fucking blockbust and things that went on earlier in the in the first seventeen days, things are really like just getting into a that like, you know, slog, that grind that just, you know, you gotta do the work. You gotta do the grind and you gotta uh, make it happen. And um you know, so I didn't want to I don't wanna draw out these days too much. Uh, personally, because I don't remember, you know, uh, large chunks of them, as I said before. And secondly, you know, they, they you know, they, they're not as kind of, I suppose, interesting. Well, I don't find them as interesting as, uh, as some of the other days that are coming up. So, so thanks a lot, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed that. As usual, kind of finish. Uh, any questions? Get them to me. Instagram, Facebook, through my website, com You know. Uh, I'm sure you'll find a way if you have some questions to get to me. Um if you could leave a review wherever you um get your you know, wherever you listen to this show. Um It would be sincerely appreciated And really helpful I know you're probably sick in the teeth Of listening to people um, Ask that and become massively Desensitised to it But not asking for a lot If you like the show If you're getting something from it If you could just throw a few words of a review Onto whatever platform It actually helps the show a lot Um, Don't ask me how This is what my producer tells me I don't have a fucking clue But listen, nobody's asking you to write the iliad nobody's asking you to bang into a review starting you know last friday a fucking a run-up of six days this isn't TripAdvisor. (laughs) no just like you know whatever couple of sentences whatever you feel um whatever you feel exactly whatever you feel um the show gives you connect with that feeling and express it in a couple of sorts short sentences and then move on with your day happy that you have controlled your little corner and you've done something pretty nice uh yeah no seriously it would be it'd be appreciated um, as of this week i'm starting a a patreon um tier to um help with the production of um, deep roots at uh, the continued production of it, so um you know for basically the price of a fucking overpriced flat white, you will be playing a huge role in supporting the show um, and exposing well what I see anyway as its valuable messages and you know maybe even just interesting stories from um parts of the world got big plans with this show you know uh heading to mount everest in april so we're going to do something from there i think called the dispatches series then going to do a much more long form and then got like two to three other huge huge adventures planned over the next couple of years i'm talking about like some stuff that's never even been done like you know uh, different level shit so um i want to be able to uh do those things i want to be able to share those things and i want to um uh continue to you know get better at this and improve at this and you know for like i said for three euro um a month you're going to subscribe um and you're going to get some not only the warm feeling inside yourself of supporting something you feel no if you feel it's valuable of course that's the only reason you would do it so listen to that um the feedback you get from posing that question and then um you know you'll if you do also subscribe you know there's a few other things you get like a kind of personal reflection piece um some behind the scenes content and then every month i'm going to do a um, a live stream q a just for those subscribers so hope you feel you can support hope you feel that there's value in this and there's value in the patreon tier and if you'd like to um if you just go to patreon forward slash Damien brown um or just type Damien brown into the patreon um search i'm sure it'll come up and uh, there's other tiers there as well but you know that's this one just um dedicated to the podcast and all around it so Uh, yeah hope you feel like uh, that's of value to you and um, and this is continued value to you Uh, we're halfway in the story at least maybe even halfway in the series Uh, some like i said some really really um, big days coming up in the future and uh, looking forward to sharing that with you as always keep striving for more from yourself and uh, have a great day evening morning you know just yeah Be present. Cheers. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact...